At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. F Tom Brady. You know what? I take it back. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? This is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. This is the show for you. Lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. With LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. TJ, I love the way you break the game down. LA, man, you were drafted by my squad, number two overall, 99. And Plax, man, you were a 757 product. And everybody knew who Plax was growing up around here, man. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, welcome into hour two of this fine program. It is up on game. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Got my man Pantene Man with me. Yeah, I know y'all call him Pantene Man because he's a superhero. That's my man TJ Hushmanzada. Plexico Burst, Stretch Armstrong, otherwise as he's referred to, is on a college football recruiting visit with his child. Well, I don't know if it's a recruiting visit or they're seeing the campus or whatever it is, but I just know he's doing a thing that 
that all dads should do, which is spending time with his child. So we're going to let him have this day off, and we're going to handle it. If you miss anything in hour one, it's okay. You know why? Because my man Bo is going to make sure that we put up that podcast and anywhere it is that you search for and find your podcast, you can go get it. All right, it's Up On Game. And you also can check out Up On Game Presents, which is our extended. That's right, it's a channel with extended culture-driven content. You can go check that out as well. All right, power-packed hour one, but it does not slow down in hour two. All right, so the Commanders. And I hope we have the sound from my man Sam ready to go, which is for Sam, which is a Sam, which is a Sam, 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 which is Sam I am, which I will not eat green eggs and ham. No, I will not. TJ, your boy Eric Bieniemy is in the house. They are talking about how he has br- he has brought that fire and that that expectation, that building of a standard to the nation's capital. Obviously, we're hearing all of the news surfacing that the things are going to to go through with Josh Harris and his bid to move forward to get the franchise. But in the midst of those things, we had this interesting soundbite from Sam Howe talking about Eric Bieniemy, and I want to ask you some uh, specific question on the other side of his words. He's very hard on us, and he sets a high standard, as you guys can probably tell by being out here at practice. But, you know, that's what we want. You know, we want to be coached hard, and we want want to, want to play for someone that has a high standard. Um, and, and it's been good. You know, obviously, it's a, it's a really good system, um, and I think it'll be good a good way for us to use the weapons that we have. Um, we have a lot of really good weapons, so I'm excited. Now, there are a lot of people out here that ain't rocking with Sam Howe. They're saying that there's no way that they can have success at best. For me, I say at best, they're fighting for third place in the in the division. They're fighting for third place in the NFC East. Uh, but a lot of people are high on Sam Howe, and, and, and they're looking at what the possibility of the impact of adding Eric Bieniemy can be. Now, we've all said – this is a volatile situation that could lead to not such great results and could ultimately maybe even derail all of the mom- momentum that, that Eric Bieniemy has built up being in Kansas City. But with that being said, a lot of people downgraded Eric Bieniemy, saying that Andy Reid is the architect. Andy Reid is the one that ultimately calls the plays. No real reason to give Eric Bieniemy his flowers and give him the props that, that he deserves. But it sounds as though the same things that we heard from players in Kansas City, and sometimes maybe wasn't received the right way, as we know from from Shady McCoy, he didn't like the way Eric Bieniemy handled him. But, but for the most part, it sounds as though these guys know how hard and intense Eric Bieniemy is, what he brings to the table, and they seem to respond to it, whether they like it or not. But what's your take on it? I mean, Bieniemy's going to have to prove himself. And we, we can say, well, Matt Nagy and uh, Peterson, they got opportunities, and they were in the same position that um, Benemy was in, he it doesn't matter now. All that, none of this matters. You got to go to Washington. You got to play good football on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, if Sam Howe can perform, this makes Eric Benemy look so good that because you can say, "Oh, yo, Sam Howe's good. Oh, he's doing very well," and all. 
None of that matters until the regular season starts. If he's able to lead a group of men on an offensive side of the ball that has struggled, this is better for him than anything he could have done in Kansas City because whatever happened in Kansas City, the credit was always going to be to Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Him getting this opportunity, if he can perform, when I say he, if this offense can perform, this is, at least in my opinion, better than anything he could have done in Kansas City. Now, that Kansas City experience, it it should help him. How to navigate and deal with players that are very good players. I mean, the the best of the best. Mm -hmm. You had Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. You done had guys that were really good players that you caught on the tail end, like LaShawn Shady McCoy. And, and so you, you got to deal with those type of things. I believe they also had Le'Veon at one point, didn't they? Uh, they did have Le'Veon Bell and, at and, one point. And, and, and so for me, this is a perfect situation for being me to be in if they can play ball the way they need to play it. But I mean, you, you got a quarterback that's going into a second year that was drafted late. Um, a lot of times it doesn't work out, but they do have the weapons on the outside. They got a good running game. They have a good offensive front. They got all the pieces there. It's can Sam Howe play the quarterback position the way that the enemy wants it where they can be successful? Hmm. I, I, I feel like it's all about infrastructure, right? Like the infrastructure was built properly in all of the places that Andy Reid has been. I mean, he was able to build great infrastructure in Philadelphia. They were able to draft well. They were able to develop players well. They were able to do do well in free agency. They just did well. And he took that same approach to Kansas City and even did more, accomplished more. Uh, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes if he goes to another organization. I, I mean, I, that's just – that could be my opinion on it. People could say I'm crazy. I don't care. I don't think that Patrick Mahomes, if he goes to a different organization, is Patrick Mahomes that we know today. That's already a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he hasn't even gotten to his, you know, what, his third trimester of his uh, of his NFL career. He's like in his second second phase with, with his with his first real contract. Um, I don't think that he's that guy without that infrastructure and with that group of people. So when I look at the scenarios and how they could play out. I don't know if that structure, that infrastructure is in place just yet in, in Washington. I have heard a lot of positive things coming out of, of the building. People have told me that the culture took its shift maybe over a year and a half ago. And even before it was uh, announced and or understood and clear that the organization was going to be under new leadership and new ownership, that that it was going in the right direction. And so for me to look at where they're at right now, we're going to find out, TJ. We're going to find out if Washington has made the right moves to put an infrastructure in place for Ron Rivera first to have the type of success that he needs to have. Because this is a team that if you look at them personnel-wise, if they're healthy, this is a serious football team on paper. They should not be accomplishing as low as they are 
at the moment that they are. In fact, they should not have accomplished at that level for a lot of different seasons, including 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2000. Anyway. The last couple decades, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, while I'm hopeful that Eric Bieniemy's impact is going to be profound with with Washington, I, I, I think that conventional wisdom says – if if it took from 2000 to 2000 and say 21 to get to where the culture is so effed up that it doesn't matter how good your coaches are, doesn't matter how good your players are, you're going to come up short because the infrastructure isn't there. I don't know that it gets turned around this quickly, even with all of the major, major changes that have taken place. But with that being said, I'm hopeful that it actually could mean that. I'm hoping that it actually means that the 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 cleaning up of the ownership, the cleaning up of the building, the creating an environment where people are actually like, go figure, TJ, where people actually feel like they're being treated like a person. Woo! News yeah, yeah. flash. You know, it's... Again, I, I don't know what went on in the organization because I, I wasn't there. You can read the reports and uh, and see what was going on. But what we do know on the field of play, that defense under Ron Rivera and the players that they have have been stout. Chase Young, they did not pick up his fifth-year option. He should be extremely motivated to play good football now a year after the ACL injury. And so he, he should be – close to full strength or even better and a point to prove because they passed on picking up his option. That division is not going to be easy. You got Dallas Cowboys, you got the Giants and those two teams made the playoffs last year and you got the Eagles who represented the NFC in a Super So that's not an easy division. Offensively is where the Washington Commanders need to do their part so that team can be competitive. And they were in a lot of games last year, and you would say, with what on offense? That offense in Kansas City works because they have really good players. Andy Reid is a really good coach in scheming up plays to – Basically, take advantage of what you're trying to do defensively. Yep. Now, if the enemy has that ability to do those type of things, and Washington now they 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 got a hell of a chance. Can they win the now, East? We don't know what the enemy. If you're asking me this now, I'm gonna say absolutely not. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how the enemy is going to be when. That pressure starts to come. Not just now, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No chance. <laughs> and 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 that's and that's not a knock on Washington. No, that's just that's Philly's not, just that good right Philly now. Philly is that good, and they got better. <laughs> and they and got better. Not, not not only did Philly get better, the Giants got better. Yeah, the Giants. The did Cowboys get better. should be better. They I, won't I don't, be. I don't know. They I don't know be. how I feel about the uh, Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore situation. Yeah, now, I, don't I don't know feel, how I feel about that. I don't that. feel too good about that. Right. But I know the Eagles and the Giants got better. I know Dable, Brian Dable, is one of the best coaches in the National Football League. I do know that for okay. a fact. There's right. no disc. He is absolutely 
one of the best coaches in the National Football League, what he did at Buffalo, and you go to the New York Giants, New York Giants, and do what you just did, it's no question. He's one of the best. Co- Daniel Jones looked like he couldn't play. Daniel Jones just got paid because Brian Dable was his head coach. Yeah. Brian Dable should wake up and pat himself on the back every single day because he's that good of a coach, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and so, no disrespect to Washington. It's the other teams. And we all, it's the unknown of Sam Howe and Eric Bieniemy. They got the guys on the outside, they got the line, they got the running game. Can Eric Bieniemy get these guys to buy in? Can Sam Howe play the type of football that's needed to be successful? If I don't know that, then absolutely not. They can't. They don't have a chance because these other teams have proven they can do it, and the Washington Commanders have to prove it. Well, there you go. That's T.J. Hushmanzada just putting you all on some serious game, putting you up on it. And you know what? We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, my man, Rhett Butler, our guy that does Pretty Left Hook with Up On Game Presents, as we mentioned before. Make sure you check out Up On Game Presents. Uh Crawford and Spence has been announced. Mm. When you thought it couldn't get any better, man, Mm. Garcia and Tank. Now you got Crawford and Spence announcing the fight will take place. You know we had to bring Red on to talk about this. So make sure you stay tuned in on the other side of the break. We're going to talk boxing, pugilistic, yeah, confrontations. All right, it's up on game. It's TJ Hushman's Isle of Arrington. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Oh! Oh! We some hustlers, baby! We just want y'all to know that this is up on game. Ain't nowhere else to go. Now we just want to tell you, you know who we are. It's Pantene Man with LeVar Arrington. Ah, now give it to me. All right, y'all. Yo, yo, huh, yeah, that was kind of fire. I gave y'all some fire bars right there. Oh, Welcome back go. in to Up All Game. <laughs> As I just mentioned, we got my man, Patty Man. Patty Man, not Patty Man. <laughs> We got Pantene Man himself, TJ Hushmanzada. And yeah, it's me, LeVar Arrington. But before we get to my man, Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook Podcast, we're going to go to my man, Nick Cope, for what's trending. What you got, my guy? All right, we got to wait till game two of the NBA Finals tomorrow night, but some NBA news today. ESPN reporting that Knicks all-star forward Julius Randle had surgery on his left ankle yesterday. However, Randle is still expected to be ready for training camp in the fall. Got game one of the Stanley Cup final between the Golden Knights and the Panthers coming up tonight, 8 Eastern. Baseball, we've got Rays and Red Sox just getting underway in Boston. They're playing a doubleheader today after last night's game was rained out. In the NFL, as Vikings running back Dalvin Cook Cook's time in Minnesota appears to be coming to an end. The Miami Herald reports the Dolphins are a real possibility as a landing spot for the four-time Pro Bowler. Reports say Josh Harris will meet with the NFL's Finance Committee on Wednesday in another step toward a possible vote this summer on the sale of the Commanders. At the French Open, top remaining American women Coco Goff and defending women's champ Iga Fiontech each advance to the round of 16. Rafa Nadal had surgery for the hip injury that kept him out of Roland Garros, and now a rep for Nadal says he's likely to miss the rest of the 2023 season in soccer manchester city won the fa cup final over manchester united two to one and in golf third round of the memorial tournament underway justin sue leads at eight under hideki matsuyama sits just one shot back let's send it back to up on game lavar errington and tj hushmanzana appreciate you nick we are live and up on game yes right it's from the tyrac.com studios and let's get right to it knowledge is about to be dropped on your head. Hey, yo. Bright lights. I'm ready for the big stage. Like an uppercut to the chin. Here's Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook. Yeah. Yeah. When you hear the music comes on, you know it's about to be a total turn-up talking about what's going on in the fight game. Had a big, big, big announcement take place. But before we get into that, got to bring him in the right way. The man, the myth, the legend himself from Pretty Left Hook on Up On Game Network. Up On Game presents my man, Rep Butler. What is the good word, sir? Hey, yo. Hey, my you. God, man. Last time we talked, we said that we heard Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford were going to finally bang, bang, boogie. And guess what, folks? 
It is legitimately happening July 29th, Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm going to say up on game broke that, man, because we let them know early that it was coming real soon, man, hot and heavy. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah, I like that. I like that right there. Hey, I mean, how big – because, I mean, when 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 Tank and Garcia was, was set, they're like, okay – Hands down, this has the potential to be the fight of the year. It was certainly an amazing showcase and a crowning moment for Tank. Uh, what does this, I mean, this says, I mean, this is almost like level of Canelo and, and Floyd when they fought. I mean, how does how, what's the comparison here? Is this easily the fight of the year coming into it? This is absolutely fight of the year. This is a true 50-50 fight. For those who don't understand what that means, it means everybody's equally matched. Listen, Terrence Crawford is here for his respect. Errol Spence is here to let you know that he believes he's the best. And for Terrence, more than anybody, he feels overlooked. He feels like everybody sleeps on him. Everybody says he's never fought anybody. He's small in the welterweight division in comparison to Errol Spence. So this is a great, great, great fight. And, yes, it is on the same level, if not bigger, in my opinion, than Floyd Canelo, only because Floyd, to many still are considered a little um, older veteran, so to speak, even though we know he, he was not, and he schooled Canelo. But that's the energy people gave that fight, and Canelo was just expected to either mop up Floyd or show his flaws, and that didn't happen. In this fight, you have two guys that are equally matched, and we're talking about skill with Terrence Crawford, even though he would say he's powerful, and power with Errol Spence, who many think have that one-punch knockout ability. So I think this is a great fight, Bar. I mean, this is the fight for this generation, um, to be quite honest. It's not, even, it's not only fight of the year, it's generational, straight up. It's like Hearns and, and Sugar Ray type it, deal. Absolutely. It, and that's a great alliteration because I actually look at my bad, Terrence Crawford as Marvin Hagler. He's, oh, okay. he's an underdog. He comes from a scrappy city. And Errol Spence is 100% looking more like the Sugar Ray in the, in the situation. He's flashier. He has a lot, a lot more hype. He sold out AT&T Stadium in Dallas a few times. So it's really like the hype guy versus the underdog, but both are equally matched skill-wise. This is going to be an amazing fight. Yeah, skill-wise, when you say uh, Sugar Ray and Tommy Hearn, that, that, that was the fight, Sugar Ray and Tommy Hearn, even though, if I'm not mistaken, Sugar Ray had already lost to Roberto Duran, but he avenged it. This fight is different because not only are Spence and Crawford top of the pound-for-pound pound list, they're both undefeated. And so when, like, I'm a huge boxing fan. I can think of maybe a handful of fights that were in that situation. Delahoy and Trinidad, both at the top of the pound-for-pound pound list, both undefeated. People don't recall this one, Roy Jones and James Tony. Mm. They were both at the top pound-for-pound pound list, and they were both undefeated. And then it was one more. It was, uh, oh, Andre Ward and Kovalev. They were both at the top pound-for-pound mm. pound list, and they were both undefeated. And then the one where, is that to the, me. Is that the fight where Kovalev, like, was when he getting dropped, at when him? He dropped him. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, this, go, ahead, this, go ahead. This fight I'm about to say, it was his coming out party, at least for me, because everybody thought Diego Corrales was a killer. May he rest in peace. Is Floyd Mayweather. And Diego Corrales, mm. when they fought at lightweight, came, came with the cigarette in the and mouth. So that, now that cancer stick in his mouth. You on get his way Spence to, and Crawford; they're both pound for pound rated. They're both undefeated. A true fifty fifty fight. Did I miss anybody um, along where you can say, man, 
like you said earlier, it's a true 50-50 fight. Both are pound for no, pound. I, both are undefeated. Yeah. We haven't yeah. seen – this is the fight of the decade because you can't even say Mayweather-Canelo. Canelo wasn't pound for pound when he fought Mayweather. Many thought Mayweather would win, and he did. This fight truly is two all-time great fighters, and the fighter that wins this will undoubtedly be considered an all-time great. And so did I miss a fight along the way? That This is the question. Did I miss a fight along the way that I didn't name that – compares to this no i don't think you did i think you named all the top ones especially when you're talking about the under the battle of undefeated um i would say in terms of skill matchup even though again we're talking about you know one having more fights than the other i would say de La Hoya and mayweather had the same level of expectation and anticipation huh. mainly because a lot of people thought that de La Hoya was actually going to do his thing against mayweather and mayweather really showed a master class which is what took him into the money made with the world right after that fight, you know? So I think, and, and, and you could even, honestly, you could even say Zab Judah and Floyd Mayweather on some level huh. because the anticipation, again, at their age level they were at, that was like one of these two were going to become a superstar after this fight. And that's what we have here, right? These two guys. Y'all went throw Sweet Pea in that? Sweet Pea and De La Hoya? Yeah, you know what? That's I didn't think about that one. That actually makes sense too. That does make sense. All right, go ahead. Let's go. Let's that go. Make sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, this sure. yeah, is a box of four. Yeah. Right. Come yeah. on, yeah. rest easy, look at, look sweet the, pea. Yeah, look at the people that we're comparing. Yeah, these man, these is the greats. I mean, that is a huge honor, first and foremost. And I'm gonna be honest, the person that I think obviously has the most to gain is Terrence Crawford, and that's a dangerous proposition for Errol Spence. Mm. Because what we know about Terrence Crawford is he's very, very much has an ego. He very, very much feels like an underdog at all times, and he's very capable hey, Red, of disproving all doubt. You, you, you pro Crawford. I hear it. Uh-oh. I hear it. Uh-oh. Is he pro Crawford? We, I know, hear we, it. We ain't, get to the, we ain't get to the prediction yet, but I will say that there's more intangibles than just a good boxing resume and acumen. Hmm. Who do you uh-huh. think is the better boxer? Whew. You know, I can't say Errol Spence because Errol Spence has never been undisputed. See, this is the thing, Red, though. That's a discredit because Spence is a fundamentally sound boxer that fights aggressively on the front foot instead of off the back foot. He's just an aggressive, fundamentally sound boxer. And it's crazy because Crawford has found a way lately. He just always adjusts and lands his money punch. Like yeah. Crawford is dropping guys more at 147 than he was at 135. That sounds like uh, the bronze bomber before he met uh, – well, he even got Tyson Fury with it. it. But, I mean, he's a much more fundamentally sound boxer but it's than, like than what the bronze – Crawford is like a computer, and he's just kind of figuring yes, you out exactly. during the course of the that fight. Sounds like Javante, too. Bow. And you're That's on your exactly back. like Javante. Yeah. Now, now, no, I mean, I mean say, to answer your question directly, yes. I think, well, I'm going to go ahead and say, I think they're both equally matched in terms of boxing skills, fundamentals. But I have to say, to TJ's point, the downloading of information, again, it just makes Crawford a very unique fighter. And like Andre Ward said, the goal of any fighter, if you're trying to be a legend, is to chase belts in multiple weight classes. Terrence Crawford's already been undisputed in a weight class. Now he's chasing undisputed against Errol Spence. Whoever wins this fight has all the belts. That's something Floyd Mayweather never even did in his hey, career. Hey, Red, how, how – we, we haven't seen this. How is Crawford going to deal with the aggression of Spence attacking a body, throwing – 60 to 80 punches around 
or will his footwork and just his overall boxing ability negate a lot of what Spence wants to do? That's a great question. I'm going to say this. I think there's two examples to look at. One, you got to look at the way Crawford fought Sean Porter. And then second, you got to look at the way Javante Davis fought Ryan Garcia. And why do I say that? Well, Ryan Garcia, where he played himself, because he was doing good in the early rounds, was he was too aggressive. So it gave Javante the ability to realize his sloppiness and also because of the height. Hey, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Spence would like that comparison. you comparing him to uh, Ryan. <laughs> well, I have to say that only because I think that Spence – is going to try to get um, Terrence up out of there. And I think Terrence is going to do what he always does, is he's very patient. The reason, one of the reasons why people don't really watch Terrence Crawford fights when he's not fighting a big name, like Errol Spence, is because he's traditionally boring to most fight fans. It's a cumulative effect. Tank, come, Tank does the same thing, but he comes in with more hype value. Terrence doesn't come in with any hype value. He's from a non-traditional market in Omaha, Nebraska. He doesn't wear a lot of jewelry and chains. He's not doing a lot in pop culture. So at the end of the day, he's a scientist. You have to watch him round for round and then see his greatness in the later rounds. Spence, on the other hand, is going to come in there and do what he does best, get up close and personal and try to beat him down. But that's what Sean Porter tried to do, too. And Sean Porter's output is the same. As Errol Spence and Sean but he, he, he's not fundamentally as sound as a boxer, at no, least no, no. Not, not to me all. as uh, Spence is. Not at all. But look at Spence versus Gar- Danny Garcia. It was a close fight. They were toe-to-toe. And well, I think that Spence is going to do that here. Do you think the layoff will affect Spence? Spence hasn't fought in a while. You think that layoff may bother him? I don't think so. I think that this is the fight that's going to make both of these guys' careers, and I don't think there's going to be any excuses. Look at, and to your point, look at Ryan Garcia. Now it's the excuse factory, right? Everything he's saying now is about he was drained, the, you know, the water rehydration. Everything was, is, and now is about the excuses. His team was disloyal. I don't think Spence is going to come in here with any of that. He's a thorough guy. We already know he comes in here to play. But at the same time, Again, I think Errol Spence has to realize if you go toe-to-toe with Terrence Crawford, he's going to slip a little quicker, and I think he's going to download the info just a little faster. I just think he's a one half a step more sharp than Errol Spence. All right, here's my money question. Rhett, you ready for this one? Absolutely. So money question now. Okay. As long as it ain't my money, we good money. Do we go trilogy? Is this, is this, is this the Ooh. run back? Is it two? Is it three? How much bigger does it get? Is it Canelo Alvarez to the to the winner? Where does it go for the winner? I think it goes at least two. Um, in terms of three, I'm gonna tell you why I do not think that. I think it goes at least two. Obviously, if one of these guys wins two in a row, because again, and I'm gonna say this only because Crawford, at, to me at this point, is the one with everything to gain. I think Crawford, he's already said he's going to 154 after Errol Spence to take on one of the Charlos. So, I mean, at the end of the oh, day, like, that's you're a, talking about a guy right. that already has a succession plan in terms of getting belts and multiple weight classes and showing you that little guys can go higher and higher the same way Floyd did. So, again, I, don't, I think it goes two. Unless it becomes a, a one-in-one fight, then obviously it goes trilogy. But I think this is one of those fights where, honestly, it might do the Triple G, Canelo. But I don't know, man. I don't know. This, this, this we is get a good fight, we're going to get another one. That, I just want a good fight. That's all I want to see. What if somebody get, get put to sure. sleep in the first round? No. That ain't happening. 
No. Just say for the sake of saying, one of them gets put straight to sleep. Good night. Goodbye. So long. Say la vie in the first round. Do you want to see a rematch? Does it seem does, does it seem fluky? Is it better if if something splash knockout happens versus a hard fought fight and and the guy and the guy wins the fight? I mean, it, I'm okay with I'm okay with a flash knockout because at the end of the day, look, it is what it is. If somebody gets one off like that, anything can happen in the course of a fight, even in seconds. Mike Tyson showed that, so it is what it is. That wouldn't that wouldn't make me negate somebody's um, abilities in the second match. It, you just got caught. So I would definitely want to see a second fight. Hmm. There was never a rematch. There was never a rematch between Buster Douglas and Michael. I mean, why, no. why did that not happen? Politics. Don King. Mike Tyson had a lot going on. He, you know, he claims he had a physical illness at that time. You know, I mean, there was a lot going on during that. But it was really Don King politics, legal issues. It was a lot. And remember, that was in Tokyo. Was yeah, it was going. in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah that was, was just that was off, that was a sidebar off off topic. But okay, what does this mean? Uh, do you have any more? Uh, TJ, yeah, no, I mean, no, you got- no, I'm good. I'm good. I, I can't. I mean, I love boxing, as you know, but yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for the fight. I'll, I'll ask one more, and then we'll let you out of here. What What does this? You know, everybody says when the heavyweights are are going, it's it's phenomenal for the the boxing game. It it brings a lot of attention, but there was a time period where the smaller guys ran boxing and that was that sugar ray era with all of those with Hagler and Hearns and all of them how does this compare and what type of impact are all of these because I didn't even think about the Charlos and then you just had uh Buddy last weekend when when what he won uh, which was very controversial it was last weekend the weekend before who am I oh you're talking about well Roly who who's my man? We you came on to talk about the fight. I'm just blanking on his name right now. Uh, he he fought. Uh, man, it's a big fight. I mean, he won won the title, and then Shakur was up in there saying, "I'm the guy." He's saying, "I'm the guy." Oh, Devin, Haney, 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 Haney. Okay, right. Which a lot of people thought that Lamachinko won that that fight. By the way, but anyway, I mean that was a big fight. There are a lot of big fights seemingly taking place. How does this compare in in the grand scheme of making boxing relevant and seem relevant in 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 all the sports? Bar, that's a great question and extremely important. You know, boxing had lost some momentum in relation to the UFC, which is a juggernaut. It took a lot of people to get used to MMA, but once they got used to it, the personality sold the sport, right? Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey, Israel Adesanya. Boxing lost a step because of the past. We know that people wanted that, you know, guys fighting each other at the right time, energy, also promoters being a little greedy, being a little nefarious, lost people's trust in the game. Now with fights like this, which keep the little guys in the forefront. You know, and salute to Floyd Mayweather for being one of the main guys, along with Pacquiao and others, to keep little guys in the forefront. These guys are showing you that this generation is willing to fight each other now, not wait four, five, six, seven years when they feel like this is the downslide and they might get a guy when he's on the way out the door. No, they're going to fight now, prime time, when we know this is when we're supposed to see it. And boxing needs that trust and reassurance for the end consumer. So salute to Errol Spence. Salute to Terrence Crawford. You're all welcome. Boxing's back. Stop hating on the game, baby. There it is. That's Rep Butler, a pretty left hook. Let's get, let's get him a round of applause. I'll tell you what, boy. That man, Rep be crushing that crushing 
crushed. Yeah, so anything you want in the fight game, make sure you go check out our man, Rep Butler. Pretty left hook on up on Game Presents. Whew. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to wrap this bad boy up, man. This hour went just as quick as the first. We got to take a I – got, I got to wipe my brow off. I mean, man, that's intense. All right, it's T- yeah, man, yeah, that's TJ Hutchman's out. I'm LeVar Arrington, up on game. Fox Sports Radio, we'll be right back. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Oh! Yeah. Oh, like real slow motion right there. You know what I mean? Like didn't even go fast with it. Just took my time with it. Like, like I'm not even on air talking to a whole bunch of people right now. You know what I mean? Welcome back into the show. This is Up On Game. If you missed anything, you know what I mean? Make sure you go to wherever it is that you get your podcast from and make sure you download the shows because it was a really, really good one today. TJ, how you feeling, man? You all right right now, man? You okay? You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, these two hours just be flying by hey, bro, so fast. It felt like a roller coaster ride today, man. So I mean, fast. Like like super, super, super high. Then it was like, man, going down really, really fast. And then you had that moment when you're about to go down and you like can't even breathe. And you're like, what What did I do? Why did I get on this ride? And then we're going. And the next thing you know, you're screaming, ah, this is a nice ride. I'm enjoying it. And it's like, well, you're going back up again. And you go through the feeling all over again. You know, you ever had that feeling before? I got two young fellas up in here with me right now, man. I got Priest and I got my man Phoenix up in here from Burn Factory. And we're, we're all hanging out. They got their parents up in here and all that good stuff. It's a beautiful thing. And I got the Up On Game crew up in here too we're super deep up in here right now tj like hey you you know what's crazy crazy deep listening you 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 know what bothers me and this is way off subject i read about this yesterday tell me why you bothered 
is why is Nick Saban still complaining about the NIL and he making all this money off the kid, the backs of these kids? Like, stop complaining and go coach your team, Nick Saban. Shut up. Like, it's annoying, bro. Like, he always complaining about something. Why is he still complaining? They got more money than everybody. Because he feels like these schools and big cities are going to be able to pay more for the NIL and he can't get the players that he's accustomed he normally gets. Like, stop complaining. Is he scared? Yeah, he's scared. scared. Why else? Say you're scared. Don't, why else would he don't complain? Don't blame him. And, and why not just go after Georgia? You won't. You won't say Georgia, huh? You won't. You won't say them. You, you're. You keep going after people you know. You know the worst thing about a bully is when they bully on the people they know aren't going to fight them back. Go after somebody that might pop you in your mouth. You know what I mean? Like then you're going to show me something that you got. Why keep going after the same people? He he's basically saying like each school should be given an allotment of money. That's the same for every. It's school. not the so schools let, that are they, pl- paying these kids, though. That's the, see the problem that we're running into is that we have a system that is saying that the schools can facilitate loosely, air quotes, but they're not the ones that can pay. So in theory, you're not really paying these athletes. You're not really paying them. Somebody else is. So a collective is finding that yeah, money. Yeah, that, that's fine. But you know what it does, though. What's How that? much money does Nick Saban make? A whole I, lot, a, more than ten, twelve, fifteen million, probably. Yes. Now, if they're paying, if these people that are paying their salary are paying them that, if they start giving to this nil, that means oh, my salary may become less. I mean, so that's what it is. He worried about his own pocketbook because he don't want them to donate to the nil instead of oh, give me a raise. I'd rather have less in my pocketbook and job security because we're bringing in dope ass players versus hey man, my you, pocketbook getting fatter when and we're losing players. That's, hey, that's just me, though. Hey, I'd pay them out of my own pocket if I could. Hey, I you really know what would. they say. Fat pigs get slaughtered, man. Fat pigs Hogs get slaughtered. They're good eating, too, But, man. yeah, that, I know that was way off subject, but I was I meant to It was off that. subject, but it, it's, it's all just right. That if that's what you would feel. Stop complaining, you know? Nick Saban. Yeah. Like, you win a ton of football games. You win national championships. You make all this money on the backs of these kids that you recruit. I'm happy as hell. Yeah, we sure yeah. you are. Not so happy. Hey, I love it here. Yeah, we're sure <laughs> you are. Hey, Nick, cut it out. If you I'm ever come back, hell. we'll kill you. You know what movie? You know what movie? Nah, man. You know I don't, what movie? I don't, Y'all know what movie? I don't watch movies. Anybody know what movie? Want to take a stab at it? Lion King, man. When the hyenas told Simba, don't come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Oh, I should know that. I watched You should have known that. It's an easy pull. I ain't going to lie to all I watch is sports and nothing else. So I know that. I know that. Don't know the words. Hey, just when you hear that, you know what that is. Yeah, them Penn State Nittany lines about to come out that gate on your ass and get right on you. We are. Yeah. That's how you end the show off the right way, man. That's what we come out to on God. That's what we come out to. That right there. Yeah. Then it's, then it's, then it's war time. Then it's war time. Y'all getting a little bit better up there in Oregon State area. Y'all get a little bit better, but you know what? It's all good. Hope y'all been blessed with a great show today, man. Make sure you check us out on the podcast. TJ Hutchman's out of LeVar Arrington, man. This is Up On Game. Make sure you stay locked in, tuned in. Big show coming up after us. You know, we got some subs in for Jonas, but that's all right. Eldon Polonese, all those good guys, all that. Make sure you stay at the Fox Sports Radio. Have a great weekend, y'all.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.